man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bail. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Oh my goodness gracious, good morning. I hope you have changed your clocks and turned them fall back. Got an extra hour of sleep, maybe you got up, maybe you didn't get up, maybe you're running ahead of schedule, you already drank half a pot of coffee going, oh my gosh, what did I do? I don't know, but it is now the official time this morning. It's 7 a.m. on opening weekend of deer season. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, live right here on 104.9 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Actually, we are, I am, with... Mrs. Graney, our co-host for the day. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning Mrs. Graney. Morning. We are actually in Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, so we're not Coming live to... in the bunkhouse. We're live in Little Rock. Well, live in the Little Rock extension of the <laughs> old bunkhouse. And uh, Salt Dog is our producer. He's the one that gets there early, makes sure the gate gets open and gets the old potbelly stove going. And this morning, I guess he's sitting there by himself, and and last week, we talked a little bit about uh, Saw Dog breaking his hand on the way into the ranch, getting it caught up in some of the gear at the ranch, and uh, but uh, he's doing okay today. He's got a little bit smaller, a little bit of surgery, and he kind of got the vet in there to move his bones around, so he's... He's doing good. Well, we just we just don't run to the doctor when you're out in the country. You just you got the vet. I remember when uh, <laughs> when our youngest son broke his arm on his skateboard. Well, we knew it wasn't broken, Which but we time? weren't sure. Yeah. And we took him over to a, our friend who was a vet, and oh, yeah. for three bucks he took a an X-ray of his arm, and hence the reason he's back in California again. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Anyway, welcome to the Outdoor Zone. It's opening weekend of deer season in Lone Star State. Couldn't be a more appropriate, better. Uh, I mean, it ought to be, Friday ought to be a day off from school for kids, and Monday ought to be a day off, too. And you can just forget some of the other holidays. This would be the more more appropriate holiday 
to teach kids what that's all about. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and that 26 years ago, we were <laughs> hearing wedding bells. Yes, this old- was the uh, this was the weekend before. I said I do, and uh, and about ten days before you sobered up and realized what you had done. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, you just didn't hunt back then. That was and so opening season, getting married on uh, the weekend of opening season, it wasn't. It wasn't I a big didn't deal. notice it, right? Yeah, no. Isn't that weird? It is weird. People think I hunted all my life, and no, Mm-mm, you were strictly a fisherman back then. Right, and uh, and you said, what did you say earlier about Uncle, my oh, older yeah. brother? Oh yeah, and then Uncle John messed it all up and took you elk hunting, and uh, uh, a couple years after we got married, and then so now on our um, anniversary weekend, usually you're gone, but. Yeah, Not probably. if the day falls on the weekend, I wouldn't be gone. Mm. Have I ever been gone on our anniversary day to go hunting? I would not do that. Mm. Well, unless you said I did. <laughs> I think I said yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so, yes, deer season. Uh, bo- uh, I was out bow hunting. I've already stuck two deer and filled a couple of tags, so... We're build good our, on the meat. Build our freezer. Yep, the, we're we're good on the good start for deer season early. Uh, Cody Ryan is in South Texas. He's going to call in for, with a report from the deer stand in South Texas. And I think Beefsteak is probably listening to the show from his deer stand out in Mason, Texas. <laughs> and uh, I think he killed a pig yesterday. I think Cody Ryan passed on one. So Cody's out in the Rock Springs area where they have a lot of uh, exotics that wander freely throughout the land. And there's been an elk on the game camera. Oh, that'd be amazing. (laughs) There's been an elk on the game camera at his stand. And so he is bound and determined to whack that elk. Uh, I wish he would because for me, that is the best meat ever. And you're ta- and that's coming from a Yankee that didn't grow up hunting or eating anything that, that didn't Wild have game. a barcode on it. Um, yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, that. But when you got that elk, I, I, I'm a pray that Cody gets that elk because that's the best meat ever. Wow! So she actually gives me permission to go elk hunting. Yes, encourages me to no, go elk hunting. No, I don't give you permission to go elk hunting. I give you permission to go get an elk <laughs> <laughs> i don't care where it is too expensive just to go elk hunting well i have just been elk hunting the last few times so i apologize i haven't been a very good little indian warrior <laughs> um so one of the things that i wanted to uh just touch base on because we get to travel quite a bit together mm-hmm. and uh i remember when we uh, and we talked to Cody Ryan about this, having his first kid, uh, what, two months into this thing with the kid, mm-hmm. and they bought a Tahoe. And, you know, that's pretty much the young people's, hip young people's, or, or suburban, those are the vehicles the young hipsters drive. But, boy, we traveled with a minivan. That was the bomb. It was bomb diggity. And, and I remember it was <clears throat> it was just as video systems were kind of rolling out where you could have like 
a movie or you could watch do something like that. I tried all kinds of TVs, little mini TVs. Like hooked on the back of the seats and. Well, those were yeah. When we started getting the video systems that the kids could watch. Right. And uh, little did we know the damage that would do. <laughs> To the world of children, you know. With the, I mean, nowadays it is terrible. It is terrible. I see. They don't look out windows anymore. I see kids in the shopping carts. I see them in restaurants. I see them all over the place, and they just have a device in their hands, yeah. and they're just staring at it. Yeah. And I get it, you know, if a mom's shopping in the grocery store and she's got her kid watching the video in the cart, and all of a sudden, you know, the kid's not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what about the days when the kid was paying attention to what was going on around them? And yeah, I think they just miss out on so much. Yeah, I think mostly when you're when you're traveling <clears throat> and you're not looking out the windows, you're not you're, you're missing everything. You know, you're just they're missing everything. And it's easy. It's easy to stick a kid, you know, and give him a phone. But, yeah, you see it in the stores with, you know, t- little toddlers. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, just one-year-old, even, I don't know. It, and not. I don't want to beat anybody up on that deal, but I'm telling you, it's killing your kid. <laughs> no, it's just not good. I mean, if you're traveling and you do a movie time, okay, it's movie time. We've been driving for an hour. Uh, yeah. Now we'll watch a movie. Right, right. That's different. Right. Um, I get that part, but constantly having them in the grind, you know, not even seeing out the window a, a, a state sign where it changes from, you know, one state to the next and not seeing the difference in the trees or, you know, or whatever, not stopping at rest stops and having them get out and right. stuff. There's just so much that, that we did when we had our kids, um, and it was just, it was good back then. So tra- traveling, and a lot of people are going to go into that. Thanksgiving's coming up. People are going to be traveling. Absolutely. Well, you know, I noticed that even on the planes that if you, you know, get up to go back to the restroom, almost everybody has their laptop or, you know, they're watching something on their phone. And, uh, you know, if you just don't do that, then you get things like what happened on the plane on the way here, you know, where you get to converse with somebody and, uh, and then, I mean, it was just a crazy Well, yeah, you got to me. talk to that lady, and then you prayed with her, and then we were at the hotel getting in the elevator, and there she was at, with her family that you had prayed about. Yeah, and, it was crazy. Yeah, but, it was super cool. So I think we miss a lot of opportunities if we don't pay attention. And to humanize back and forth. Yeah. What kind of show we just switched this out? I don't know about travel. We were going to be talking about travel, <laughs> and so, but we are in Little Rock, Arkansas. We came here for uh, an event that um, we just feel passionately about, obviously about children, and so we came here for an event that it was the Second Chance Youth Ranch here in Little Rock, and um, and they're. Uh, dinner last night was um, coined faithful to the fatherless, and it's really, uh, it was just amazing. Just yeah, amazing. so this is a, a, a ranch facility built out built outside of Little Rock in the in the woods, in the mm-hmm. Piney Woods, and um, and there's just, uh, they it looks like an old west town, but they're just yeah. little houses uh, built for foster kids that come in and out of there. Some of them stay for a long time. Some of them stay for days, weeks, or whatever. They get all kinds of kids that are banged up, bruised, and passed around. Oh, and, man. 
and uh, they got beautiful people, grown-ups that are house parents, and the couple that run it are just incredible, and the pastor that started it is an amazing guy. And so they're raising money to be able to expand and take in more kids and right. teach what they've learned. Right. You know what I really liked about that, and if anybody's listening that's in the foster system, I mean, I kudos to the people that take take these kids in, but... Uh, there's been a lot of abuse through that, I think. And but with a ranch like this, there's I love that there's accountability. That there's somebody that's watching over the house parents and being, you know, I'm sure taking in uh, these kids are a lot of them are just messed up. They've never been taught, you know, anything good. They've just been around things that are horrible. And uh, but there's accountability in these situations and there's support, whereas if it's just somebody taking a couple, taking a, a child and, you know, the only accountability that they're getting is a visit once a once a while, once in a while from. Uh, well, this is, yeah, it is a community situation yeah, and it's, I really a, like it's a beautiful it. thing. And, kids. and we're and we're talking about just giving them the KOZ program, the Kids Outdoor Zone program, right. and letting them use that as a, as an outdoor education element to their time with the kids so right. that'll be uh that'll be fun to see what they can do i think there's some firearm restrictions with what they can do at the ranch and around foster kids um i don't know what they are specifically but i think i remember that somewhat but that won't hurt no you because know, a lot of our curriculum fishing and yeah hiking a lot of, and they learn all different uh, kinds of things <clears throat> i was watching watching uh some news show today this morning early this morning and uh they had a, uh, a BYOB bar in some little town somewhere. Then it had an axe throwing oh gosh. element to it. So it was like you could have parties there and everything, but they had all these areas that were set up where you could throw axes. And, you know, we love throwing axes. It's right, super but you fun. that with alcohol. And- <laughs> I know that's what some people were saying is like, uh, what a, uh, and sounds a little and it was kind of funny too because every once in a while you'd see somebody throwing an axe and the person that was you know partnered with them next to them would be like step forward when they're about to throw their axe oh. and stuff oh. <laughs> it's just like but it was really cool I mean it looked like a lot of fun and what and what they said was that people they rented out more like you rent a space and bring your own stuff and uh, they said that uh, people drink less. Oh, because they're doing something. Because they're doing something. Yeah. Well, they do. We have a place like that in Austin. We have a new axe-throwing place in Austin. Yeah? Well, I don't think they serve alcohol. I mean, it would be kind of like the range, I guess, the shooting range. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I I remember seeing it on the news. We'll have to check that out. But, yeah, it was... This place was called Stumpy's. Oh, gosh. That makes me think. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody got their arm chopped off. That's a good name, I guess. Well, uh... That's pretty cool. And uh, anyway, we're in Arkansas, duck hunting capital of the world. And uh, Never I don't, had don't have much to say about that because I haven't hunted here. Do love duck hunting, though. Yeah, I've never been. I you wouldn't know. like it. It's too early, too wet, too cold. Yeah. You wouldn't no. like it. Mm-hmm. I'll stay back <laughs> and <laughs> get the coffee bed. ready. And yeah. Any of the ladies out there, if, if anybody's listening that has duck hunted, call me. Call in because I'd love to hear your story. But 
uh, well, I'm sure our daughter-in-law has duck hunted before, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Our daughter's probably been out duck hunting. And our daughter, too? Probably. Mm-hmm. Duck hunting? Mm, I don't know. Taylor, call in if you're She'll looking, do anything. Yeah, she's a, yeah, she is her spawn of her daddy. <laughs> That's what she wants. A spawn? Is that what That's like what an alien has <laughs> as a spawn. Uh Salt Dog, how are we looking for a break? Uh, are we about to break here soon, or you, we just keep going? Okay. Um, hey, so it's uh, the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse just talking outdoors. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of fishing with Mrs. Graney, our special guest. Mrs. Graney is in the bunkhouse, and uh, everybody else is in the deer stand. It's opening weekend of deer season here in Texas. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse right here on 104.9 The Horn or 24 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Alright, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live on the Buckhouse. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging up, blasting hog dog, and bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling. A drilling funky outdoor zone radio show broadcast from the bunkhouse. Yeah, that's right. Right here on 104.9 The Horn, 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm TJ Graney. Sitting in with me today is Mrs. Graney. Good morning. And uh, Cody Ryan is in the deer stand as well as Beefsteak, Salt Dog's guy twisting the wires together, making sure the foil stands, stays on the old. Uh, Hanger out front. <laughs> anyway, we're live actually from Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, and why I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas on opening weekend the deer season is beyond me. No, it's because last week I went out and stuck two deer That's and right. now I'm ahead. Yeah. Uh, here for a good purpose. McBride's Guns, Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm, McBride's Guns can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith on site, only one place, McBride's Guns. Are you looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. McBride's Guns, which I always call the man spa when I go over to McBride's because there's just nothing but men hanging around. (laughs) You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532. Five seven or I'm sorry five one two four seven two three five three two or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Wow, I don't think we've ever heard that commercial done with such skill and such <laughs> feminine, feminine allure. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, 
Okay. Hey, uh, I wanted to talk. So typically this segment, we talk a little bit about fishing. Yes. And um, I love to bass fish. Uh, Cody Ryan, obviously, is a professional bass fisherman, so he loves to bass fish. Um, Our whole family loves to fish. I think we all do. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all do. I'm probably the least one that likes to fish, but I still like to fish. Yeah. If I'm catching. Well, so... And that is it. And it's that way with kids and new people that you introduce to fishing is you don't necessarily love the fishing part. You love the catching part. And I remember clearly on Lake Buchanan one time when we were white bass fishing. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Yes. And we got into the white bass and you said, I like this. Yeah. And then when it quit, it was like, okay, can we go in now? Yeah. But we were, I mean, every time we cast it out, we were catching. So, yes, men, if you ever want your, to really get your wives involved in fishing, white bass fishing was it for me. And then going with, you know, Lake Buchanan, or that was on Lake Buchanan, right? Right. Bass fishing. And what was the deal with the watermelon smell? I, I, I vaguely That's remember that. salt water. Oh, So when okay. you're fishing down, when we'd go fishing with Cat Me Best or Gordon Taylor, and yeah. you're fishing on the coast and you smell watermelon, that's the typically a sign that trout are feeding in the area. That's right, yeah. And Gordon Taylor, oh, man, what what a great guy to go out with. If yeah. you're ever down at the coast and you need to find a good guide, I mean, it makes all the – for us, it made all the difference because we had littler kids, too. Uh-huh. And, and then now John Michael and you went with him and just yeah. – and he just always is on it. And, and that's not always the case. I remember last summer uh, on Lake Buchanan, my good friend Sally and I went out and we went fishing and we didn't catch one fish. Not a one. That happened. With a guide. Yeah. Yeah. We, that happened. He, he was wrecked. I think he was so <laughs> upset that we weren't catching anything because you could see, and you know, with the fish finder underneath it, we were on them. Nope. Didn't catch a one. Wow. Yeah. Well, and and that happens. That's fishing, you know. And but when you're with a good guide, it makes all the difference in the world. And so if you're trying to introduce somebody, probably a good Christmas gift would be call up a a good guide like Gordon Absolutely. Taylor or yeah. or uh, I don't know who else I would call, but Gordon Taylor and. Oh, and remember this. Oh, I, I have a thing for the to go along with the fishing thing. It's for Christmas. Is we took those. Um, like a flat tackle box, a see-through, what do you call it? Like, yeah, the clear plastic thing you put yeah. lures in. Yeah, and we put um, bunches of, like, different kinds of candies in there and made it look like a, a fishing thing, and then you could put a certificate on the top for a... Oh, okay. Yeah. You made it look like little lures. Like, yeah. There was, like, the gummy worms and then all kinds and of the stuff. the red fish, yeah. whatever. And, and the Swedish fish, and Swedish it was fish. super fun. <laughs> but they could go to our Pinterest page and see that, right? What, on Country Line? Well, on Country Line or on Kids Outdoor Zone. Really? It was on Kids Outdoor Zone, Pinterest page, yep. Oh, and, you know, nice. guys are Pinteresters now, so. Are they? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, you are. What is Pinterest, anyway? Oh, I don't even know what Whatever. That is. You have your own Pinterest page. <laughs> but, yes, we do have a Pinterest page for KOZ. So fishing is good, and you didn't grow up fishing. Fishing is uh, fishing this time of year is good around Central Texas. It's you know it is deer season. It is opening weekend of deer season, but you know there's some people who don't necessarily hunt, and they're pulling their boats and going fishing. And how did uh, they say it was at the coast last weekend? They slammed them. Okay. They slammed them. They had a bunch of 
uh, a bunch of red drum leather. They're slamming a bunch of uh, drum and all kinds of stuff down there. So a lot of big fish right now. Hmm. So the fishing's good on the coast. Mm-hmm. Even with all the rain, we were asking Gordon Taylor about that, and he said, no, it's been good and and messed us up. So I can't do the type of fishing where you go, like... Deep sea fishing. Oh. Mm-mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done that a couple of times. Uh, I remember when we did it in Hawaii, we didn't catch anything, and we spent the whole day out. When we, As soon as we left the marina, there was another couple there, a Japanese couple, young couple and they immediately went downstairs in the the cabin area and were sick the whole time i would jump never I jump got out them. oh no way well if you jump in the water you'll actually get over your right. seasickle st- sickness stops well i mean i would have jumped and of course you drowned back. eventually oh, but well we went deep sea fishing uh, oh well let me finish oh so sorry. no 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 so and then when we're in hawaii and we were out in the middle of the ocean we saw uh telescope from a submarine go by well i did i wasn't on that boat no you weren't no really yeah we just saw it. that would have been cool that was they made it worth the whole trip yeah uh i remember when we were fishing in uh where is that close to boston where'd we go um, uh, when we went to cape cape cod cape cod right and we went fishing. Uh, uh-huh. We took uh, two fishing. of our three kids, yeah, and went striper fishing. And that was, we had a great guide. And yeah. I didn't get sick then. No, well, I wasn't really out in the ocean or anything. I was kind of just off the coast. But we didn't catch very many either. Hmm. You know, we caught a few little ones. Had yeah. some great photos. The kids really had a blast with that. Yeah. yeah. So that was another, yeah, that was another opportunity. Right. And the beauty, the beautiful thing about that, if you're traveling and stuff, is you can find a guide at some lakes. You know, if you're going somewhere and you're going to go to a park or something like that, even if you you can go to Bastrop and find a little guide around Bastrop if you're going there. I mean, there's a there's a bunch of opportunities like that, and typically the guides are pretty good. Yeah. Well, I just we did a little bit of fishing growing up um, in Ohio. We did a lot of walleye fishing. Walleye. Walleye. And okay. in pike. But that's not even caught walleye and pike. And so and the frozen, uh, you cut a hole in the that's, ice, that's, and that's you go. That's a great lake. That's great fishing there. But for me, it was just uh, spending time, you know, out with my dad. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. We are coming to you actually live from Arkansas, duck hunting capital of the world, on opening weekend of deer season. My name is T.J. Graney. You're listening to the number one outdoor show on radio, The Outdoor Zone. You can catch us live right here Sunday, 7 to 9, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. When we come back, we got news of the weird, and you don't want to miss it. Only one place, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here. We'll be back right after this.
I'm Forestdale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my yeah, baby up in my dear blind. Welcome back to Seattle Zone Live on the Bunkhouse. Sun Auto Service. Family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They work hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. Each and every person Sun Automotive that works at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. They want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You can go to, they got locations all over Central Texas. You can go to the location we call our family location, the 405 West Slaughter Lane Store. Or there's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. There's one at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. And Lakeway has the newest location at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Just go to sunautoservice.com for more information. And don't forget to follow them on Facebook. They run a lot of specials on Facebook, and uh, you can track them there, too. Sun Auto Service, sunautoservice.com. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. Live in the bunkhouse, it's TJ Graney and Mrs. Graney coming to you. Sandra, you can say Sandra. (laughs) Coming to you from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Now it's time for your News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. A lioness at at a U.S. zoo has killed the father of her three cubs in their pen. An incident experts say is shocking and unprecedented. The pair had lived in the same enclosure at Indianapolis Zoo for eight years. According to the zoo, there had never been any unusual aggression between the pair before the attack last week. What happened? Zuri, 12, attacked Nyak, 10, and staff could not separate the pair. Nyak died of suffocation while Zuri was uninjured. In the wild, male lions totally dominate lionesses. Nyak had been hand-reared, which possibly made him more vulnerable, Professor Packer said. In contrast, Zuri was more dominant than a typical female. Zuri was only only 25 pounds lighter than her male counterpart, weighing 325. Male lions typically weigh 330 to 570 pounds, and females are 260 to 390, according to San Diego Zoo. If it was a result of discordant personalities, maybe that's a risk factor that should be considered in other captive situations, he said. He said extra mystery came from the fact that Zuri attacked Nyack twice. The first time he ran off and returned, behaving very submissively, only for her to attack him again. One possibility, Mr. Funson said, that Zuri, who is described by the zoo as an attentive and protective mother, became fearful of Nyack, which led to the fight. Mr. Funson, who studied lions for 25 years, acknowledges this is an unusual and rare incident that does not mean it is necessarily 
but that does not mean it's necessarily strange. We typically we see a typical model, and we tend to think we know it all, but this is highly socially complex species. So uh, one of the things that came to mind about this was that that male lion was reared in the in captive, hand fed, babied, treated like that, and the uh, and the female was had an aggressive mean streak, and I think they they may have bred the the male out of him a little bit there, yeah, just the way they babied him, yeah, and it made me think of how some little boys are raised, how some guys are raised where they're overly mothered and they don't have some of the male instincts that they... Right, right. And I don't know so much that it's overly mothered, but it's underly fathered, you know. Very good. Wow. (laughs) Okay, I know that may be a heavy topic, but, you know, we run a program kids outdoor zone where we go after fatherless boys and right. uh we see all kinds of things and being last night at that you know well you study animals at like they're like this and you see these behaviors even in in the animal world and there's there's validity to it you know if there's if they were raised if that male uh lion was like you said raised in captivity he is going to be babied more he doesn't have to he doesn't have to go through all the bumps and bruises that they do when they're out in the wild and having to figure things out for themselves. So it makes, it's common sense. Um, and well, it's common sense to some people. Others would say, Oh, but he's just being a, a type of hero. Well, <laughs> Hey, uh, we got Cody Ryan calling in from oh. South Texas from the deer stand. Cody, can you, can you hear us? I, I, I can. Good morning. And, uh, don't get too comfortable in there, Mrs. Graney, because uh, your little uh, your your smart topics there, your your smart remarks and brilliance uh, is gonna gonna kill me for my job position there. But hey, good morning, and uh, yes, we are live in the deer blind, and uh, man, it is a beautiful Sunday morning on opening weekend. Had uh, I sit up on a kind of a high area, and I can hear shots from miles away. And yesterday opening morning, I think we beat a new record. I heard 14 shots on opening morning on uh, surrounding ranches. So that was pretty cool. Um, okay. Yep. Hey, oh. Okay. Hey, so – had a little malfunction there you know when you're trying to reach somebody in the deer stand in the middle of south texas what happens you know it's yeah. just part of the uh the meteorological, meteorological science of the whole thing oh what was it called i had never heard know, of that, that kind one. of science I but yeah making it up as i go but it's hard to you know and i think cody's in the deer stand he's got animals around him and he may not want to be talking to us yeah why he would want to call in from the deer stand, I don't know, but that's what happens on the outdoor zone. You get live updates from deer stands where you can see, uh, hear, and see what's going on. What's funny is when when guys call in from the deer stand and they're whispering. Yeah, and then you tend to whisper, whisper back, and you're back. like, 
Why are you whispering? I don't know. Because you're whispering. I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas, a thousand miles away. <laughs> Although our neighbors in this hotel are probably not happy with us. But, you know, if they're trying well, to Well, they sleep. should be up anyway. Yeah, get up. Come baby. on. They're shaking downstairs. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> so uh, you're, you've are you been on a deer hunt or two. And I'm, I'm back. I'm here. Oh, hey. Are we yeah. Are we messing you up? I'm noticing some texts coming no. in from you that there's. No, no. No messing me up. I'm live from the deer blind here, and uh, I don't want Miss Granny getting too comfortable and taking over my job there. So uh, She's doing an excellent job, by the way. I, I know. I've been I've been listening to a little bit, and I don't. I don't know if I like it or or not because I, I need some <laughs> job no security there. But no replacing you, my dear. No, re- uh, no replacing you. Well, we've <laughs> had a uh, deer report uh, live from the deer blind this morning. Uh, lots of deer moving around. A new record set yesterday here. Uh, I kind of sit up on a highland and I can hear shots from miles and miles away and yesterday I, on opening morning of rifle season i heard 14 shots um from where i sit so that's a new record and uh not lots of corn heads coming in not nothing coming to the feeders a lot of deer and hogs and exotics moving around but nothing coming to the feeders i don't know if it, it must be a good acorn crop and lots of water so uh but lots of animals moving around, lots of people putting some meat on the ground. And we, uh, we've we got some meat on the ground over uh, the last couple of days. And so it's uh, it's been a good good opening weekend, man. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Uh, I loved the uh, deer that uh, bug shot. And uh, it was a, a wide, old funky horn deer which you know those are my favorites and uh yeah so that was yeah that was cool he, he shot that deer yeah we've seen it uh on camera for a while and he's been really wanting to get that one out of the gene pool it was a big six point um which is kind of cool and uh different you know uh you don't have a lot of old six points that grow that old uh that long with that little antler so we we needed to get rid of that one, but that was a good, a good, uh, a good one to put on the ground last night. Um, I had a uh, hog come through, and um, so I got a little hog meat, little pulled pork in the future going to happen. So that's nice. Good. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so we a good we filled up too. a freezer and got got a little more weight than we can probably haul back on the plane. Good thing we've got a a uh, buddy here with the truck. My father-in-law has a little. Little Cessna, and we actually the first time that we've flown to the ranch and uh, been picked up at the airport. Man, what a cool, what a cool experience that was! Just to, and, and you know, it's interesting. This little airport, uh, you know, just a, it's it's not manned by anybody, but just a little landing strip and a couple of hangars, and uh, it was really cool to see how many people were flying in to this little airport. To do exactly what you did? Yeah, exactly what we did. So it's not an uncommon thing, so it's pretty cool. Well, we got, we're got we up against the break, CR. Uh, 
keep us posted. Text us your updates, and we'll we'll talk about them on the show while you're while you're out there. Text us what you see. We're, 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 yeah, next week, if I still L. got a job, I'll see y'all. If I still got a job next right. week. I'll see yeah. you that's your live report from the deer stand. And we got another one on the flip side. Uh, Beefsteak has got something that we we got to tell you about. You're not going to believe this. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. We'll be back right after this. I snuck up to the balcony and I crept into the choir. And I begged them, brothers, sisters, help me please. I summon, I give you a signal. I summon, I raise up my hands. Won't you join? Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse. Yes, it is. The Outdoor Zone here for Central Texas Honda Dealers. Hey, folks, have you seen the 2018 Honda Accord that allows you to stay connected on the go with hands-free calling, a head-up display, the Apple CarPlay? Uh, Honda Sensing has some incredible safety features to give you peace of mind. I mean, that's some crazy stuff. I love the CRV. Um, they have, yes, you do. I love the CRV. It's one of my favorite cars. They have cameras and sensors all around the vehicle. That means you get a little multi-angle view behind your vehicle when you're backing up. Your car will automatically brake if it determines an unavoidable collision, and it will even adjust the wheel if you cross over into a different lane without signaling. You may as well take a nap, right? <laughs> and, my favorite, and my favorite feature with adaptive cruise control, you can see what distance you want to keep from the car in front of you. If you get too close, the car will slow down. That's crazy. Solve your Honda Envy at any of the Central Texas Honda dealers online at centraltexashondadealers.com. All right. So um, we were talking about um, – what was going on in the deer stands and there's guys around the country listening to us from the deer stand. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, uh, we got a report just a minute ago from beefsteak. He's in Mason, Texas in the deer stand. And his text reads field report, all hands on deck needed. Beefsteak has two pigs in the pig trap and one is 400 pounds. Holy moly. It's it's as big as a cow. Makes the other one that is in the same trap look like a midget, and it's 75 pounds. May need tow truck to lift it. They are still alive. So he's got a hog trap out by his uh, by his deer stand. Mm-hmm. And they have a hog problem out there, and occasionally they'll trap some. And apparently he's <laughs> trapped a couple, and... I don't know if that's going to deer are going to come around in there, but you know, Those a lot are of times, nasty old hogs man, that's that a big. big old. He said it's a sow though, so it'll be an eater. Wow. A, Remember that the first animal I got was a three hundred and fifty pound Russian boar. Yes, at yeah. the triple seven ranch. Seven ranch. I remember Cody was like, "Okay, how do you feel? How do you feel?" And I was like, "I don't. I feel kind of bad." <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't feel bad if you done it with the bow and arrow 
Well, that would be unbelievable. But There is a certain point in Mary Hunter's life where they step to the next level and begin to hunt with the bow. Archery country is Austin's only true bow shop for the bow hunter. Man, uh, it, they are the only shop. They have got me set up, and I am now slinging them out there. I'm so happy. I'm shooting my Matthews like never before. They have the very best brands, Matthews, Elite, Hoyt. They're Austin's only full-size range. They have private and group classes and lessons. How about a crossbow? They have everything you need for a crossbow. Um, Go see our buddies at Archery Country. They can help you with every step of the journey. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. Go to AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com, and get more information on our buddies at Archery Country. Man, they have helped me. I, I Finally, I got rid of all my old arrows, all my old broadheads. I got my bow to the right weight. Everything's good, and I am sticking them, and they are dropping. Yeah. So. And, you know, I'd like to say to the ladies, too, the uh, at Archery Country, just going there and knowing that those people uh, know what they're talking about. They're not going to take advantage of you, sell you things that you don't want or don't need if you're not familiar with it. I just there It means the world's a difference if you can trust those folks to take care of you. And, and those, those, those are good guys up there. So you didn't care. You didn't get the adrenaline rush from that hog kill. It was... It wasn't that. I, what about that deer when I let you shoot that monster deer? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, there's some that just love it, and it's that's just not my gig. I mean, it was cool to know that I could do that. You have to brag about it all the time. <laughs> if I oh, had to, but I, uh, um, it's just. I mean, you shot the biggest deer we ever shot in Poteet, Texas. Oh, well, I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. you did. Between you and little Pickles, that little girl out there. Yeah, our little KOB girl. Uh, um. But yeah, it's just not my. I don't and, but know. that's okay, and you don't. Yeah, but you sure put up with a lot of dead stuff around your house. Doesn't bother me. It's just that yeah, I, it's just you don't want to see it skinned and I don't none of that, that stuff, do you? You just want to see it in the package. Yeah. Vacuum sealed. Mm-hmm. And I love to cook it. You know, it's fun to to all the different recipes. Once again, they can get on the Pinterest page and <laughs> see some recipes. The fall is finally here, and it's perfect weather to hit the ranch uh that's why you need something that will get you into the great outdoors and back again so drive something that's comfortable has lots of storage and will get the job done right and a vehicle from Nile maxwell super center in austin how about the 2019 ram 1500 oh man i love that truck 12,500 pound towing capacity how about the 2019 jeeps the iconic go everywhere vehicle their new two- and four-door Wranglers arriving almost every day. Best part of it all, you can get it right now at a fraction of the price during Ram Power Days and Jeep Adventure Days at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. So if you want to save thousands of dollars on hundreds of vehicles, head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Yeah, so not every hunter's wife is, going, but we've uh, we've had a lot of people who have eaten eaten the stuff from like Johnny G's, right? The smoked sausage, oh, the yeah. sausage to die for, right? Absolutely. Breakfast sausage. Yeah. Uh, everybody that eats it loves it. Yeah. 
Um, you're a big fan of when I when I have ground venison. Mm-hmm. You love the ground deer and meat. Ground elk, ground elk. Cody, if you're listening, get that elk. <laughs> get that elk. But yeah, I mean, it's funny because yes, you can't have another man bring his animal kill. It's our son it's into cool. the house. Fine. It's all right. He's gone past the age where <laughs> it's acceptable. He must. Not. I got to tell you a, a funny story. Is a lady downstairs here in the hotel that did my nails yesterday. She was saying that she had eaten some meat and that she just can't eat meat anymore. It gives her stomach problems. And so I was telling her, and it's hard to believe it was coming out of my mouth, but I was telling her, have you ever tried deer meat? Like, have you, you know, that it's free range? It's, you know, it's lean. lean. And she was like, well, I've had sausage before, but yeah, maybe that's different. You know, maybe it's different. And it, was, it was a pretty funny conversation. Well, well I just think toes. it's funny. I just think it's funny seeing you getting your fingers and your toes and nails done, talking about trying to convince the lady to <laughs> eat deer meat. <laughs> she was going for it because the other stuff was giving her a stomach ache. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there may be some, you know processed meat opposed to stuff that lives on acorns and browse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that it's leaner, you know, and, too. And, and, but we're super particular. I'm super particular about the meat processor that I use. I use Johnny G's in Manchac, Texas. I make sure that all the stuff that we harvest is, I wash it, I clean it myself. I don't take it with the skin on. I do it all myself because I want to make sure I get back what I do. A lot of processors, they mix everybody's stuff together. Um, but Johnny Cheese doesn't do that, and I like that a lot. I like having it process what I killed, what I cleaned processed right. for us. Right. All right, it's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. we got to take a break. On the flip side, when we come back, we're going to talk some more about hunting, fishing. We're going to talk what it is, the first thing a a guy needs what's the first thing a guy needs for the outdoors what a boy needs we're going to talk about the armed citizen report peter report and more you don't want to miss it i'm the bunkhouse on the outdoor zone radio show seven to nine sunday mornings or 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com 